We barely noticed, to be honest. We were checking out your sleeve instead. And the rest of you, hubba hubba, says the fat girl, and moves along in her lane of loneliness. You know, that's probably what pains me most about humanity, God posits. I gift you this ethereally beautiful woman and you somehow made her feel like a turd on a stick. Alas, it's meaningless, in the end. All human interaction, by men, is for getting laid and they lack pickiness like us women. The problem with generalizations is that there are always exceptions to the rule. How do you pay people to go to school? It's mine. Back off. God said he's giving me the keys to the kingdom. Get your rapey hands off of my idea. When this all began on March 3, 2021, at 1230 in the afternoon, God asked each of my bodies what we wanted to achieve in exchange for delivering the message TM. My physical body, my emotional body, my mental body, and my spiritual body. I think we can encapsulate everything in two sentences. 1. To be whole again. 2. To have true love TM. As it turns out, God's a sucker for true love, like the princess bride kind of true love. Carrie Elwes, you made life not suck, thank you, and everyone else in TPB. I'm sorry I don't have all your names memorized. Buttercup, Fezzik, Mr. Inconceivable, Inigo, even Humperdinck because what's it all about without a villain? Also Inigo's nemesis that I cannot remember the story name for either, the six-fingered man. Billy Crystal who I can only name because my name is in his name, and the lovely wife of Miracle Max, smacking her hubby around for trying to be a shyster and con artist in the face of 2-0-love. Probably my favorite character, honestly, a woman who admonishes a man to do the right thing. And then he listens, also love to all the horses. Anyway, sorry to fangirl there. It won't happen again. I'm not a fan of much, but I'll tell you something about Carrie Elwes you probably don't realize, he's the voice of the bard in the bard's tale. Zom did I love that video game. Snarky. And not your typical violence, either. As if you had enough Wesley and TPB, woman. Stop it. I know, I know, Robin Hood, men in tights for the win. Even more snark than ever before. It's for the podcast. Fun fact, every time a woman is raped, a fairy dies. Wait. I mean. Her soul gets shy and goes away, bit by bit. No wonder there aren't any fairies, though. True story. You might think I like Carrie Elwes because he's a handsome lad, but that's not why. I like Inigo's looks more, honestly, so go bite your tongues. Tall, enough, dark, handsome, long hair. Swoon. And they're both sword fighters so bored at being excellent at sword fighting they fight with their off hands just to give others a sporting chance to live. Besides, that movie had many kinds of true love, filial piety plus romantic love. Fezzik loved his friends very, very much. Love for another human being by the miracle worker. Love of love by Miracle Max's wife. This story is so layered it's like analyzing a novel, like a plain old fiction novel for language arts class. Brilliant, in a word. That's really why I love The Princess Bride, honestly. I watched the extra credits, I mean, you know, the extras, and I learned it took them months to practice enough to do the sword fighting scene at the top of the cliffs of insanity. Months. And apparently Andre the Giant is just a pure pleasure to be around. I got that out of the extras, as well. He's the only one I'd like to meet, honestly, but mostly because they said that, and I don't like to waste people's time, especially not important people. Unfortunately, I have to die first to meet him, 
so I'll hold off on that until God returns my free will. Bro, will you hurry up with your fucking message already? Living is painful. I actually met Danny Trejo in the Las Vegas airport. I spotted him and I'm shy and stuff, so I pointed him out to my lady friend and she's a total extrovert, so we went and got a photo with him and then I felt bad because I think he was inviting us to hang with him long enough to find a pretzel stand and I didn't get it because I'm autistic. Sorry Mr. Trejo. I absolutely adore you in from dusk till dawn. I would have hung out with you if I wasn't a bonehead, I swear. Look at this badass in leather, tattoos, and accessories, heart. Great movie, too, and quite different. And paints a believable psychopath, too, played by Mr. Tarantino himself. Almost every one of his films seems to have one, and yet they're still so difficult to spot in the wild, you know? Especially when they wear nerd glasses, button-down shirts, and slacks to blend in with other nerds to write code by day and rape women by night. With a haircut they have to keep so short they torture themselves with how they have a cowlick and then have to use pomade that I gifted him to keep it in place, but only a tiny dab, so as to save on resources, you know. He made a $20 jar of pomade last over two years. And it wasn't even full when I offered it to him. He also peels stickers with this patience that cannot be beat, triumphantly crying out at leaving zero residue behind once completed. Are you showing off how meticulous you are or what, bro? Imagine what else he could meticulously do by simply paying attention so closely. He could have meticulously kept our relationship from falling apart, magically develop feelings like a unicorn, and kiss the bride. Fuck that noise, though. I'm going to get him the electric chair instead. You do not pass go, you do not collect $200, you go straight to jail. Hash fuck humanity. It's for the podcast. Remy reads everything phonetically. That's right, you could listen to this by popping open Spotify and searching Sansara or Salsinger. Now, mind you, it could take me all day and night to convert this into audio cause I got shit to do and an appointment in a few hours. Life goes on. I was checking out my sink sideboard today, admiring all the carcasses of vegetables left there, and apple cores, watching George crawl all over it all, eating happily. I think I said something about how well fed my aunts look and Nick, that raping bastard, Forsyth, says to me, you're weird for feeding ants. It's not a direct quote, but still. You fucking suck, bro, by bringing attention to the Nick show. I was watching the George show, thank you very much. And I am not giving up my ANT colony. I trained them. That takes time and patience. Have you trained an ant colony? It's not as simple as it sounds, because ants will naturally avoid climbing on human beings most of the time. However, over the past 18 months, I have saved thousands of the little buggers, from me, mostly, and put them where they can eat and get back to the colony. Every time I put down some food, especially an apple core, I hear a chorus of, life bringer. They're calling the food that, not me, but I still get a big head. They're my babies. Anyway, they will crawl onto me or a butter knife to hitch a ride back to the sink sideboard. They're also getting used to Mickey, the mouse I'm resigned to care for accidentally. He's stealing their apple cores at night, so they hop off and leave them be. Since I'm resigned, sometimes I throw an apple core behind the stove once the ants are done because it dried out. It was hilarious a few days ago, God asked me to leave some bones out on the stove and sure enough, that mouse tried to drag one down the little hole he uses to get up to the counter. The bone wouldn't fit through it? I laughed and threw it behind the stove, let him eat it. I don't care. I want to die anyway, 
maybe this'll speed it up somehow. I know I should be grossed out and stuff, but I just wipe down all my counters first thing in the morning and get on with it. I'm not about to go get glue paper or mouse bait to murder this poor little creature. It has every right to live, just like I do. What did he do? Steal George's apple cores. Oh noes, it's not like I wasn't just feeding the wildlife in my kitchen anyway. I'm looking forward to the spiders coming back, heart. I adore spiders. I remember sitting in my apartment a few years ago and a spider had taken up residence on my desk. I didn't think to name him and the moments passed, and it's this little black fuzzy spider that's adorable, maybe one-third the size of a dime, and I see it walking out from under my desktop, where it lives, to my keyboard. I remember stopping and staring at it, thinking I didn't want him to get onto me because I might hurt him, or he could hurt me, perhaps, so I sent him the vibration of love. Guess what happened? He turned around and left. That's right, my desk spider just left. I had so many spiders in that apartment. There was a spider web complex behind my front door, I guess there was a crevice they were getting in through, and no joke, there were six corpses underneath mama spider's web. Sorry, papa spiders. You were sacrificed for the greater good, as you might know, some female spiders kill their mates after becoming pregnant. The funny thing is she didn't even bother to cocoon them in the web they were just on the floor. I was afraid I'd kill her if I vacuumed over there too much, wouldn't you know? She lived for nine months in that corner. That's a long ass time for a spider. Just saying. That apartment also had a swarm of stink bugs. As you might know about those, they only stink when you smash them. So. Ah. Can you imagine sitting around doing your day job while 20 stink bugs swarm through the room, flying about, landing all over the place? Yeah. That was a neato day, if you ask me. They leave me alone, basically, and not because I'm the messiah. Because I'm a shaman. You could learn shamanism, too, if you wanted to. I think I left a few clues in this diary somewhere, but I don't promise. It'll come again when God's ready to remind y'all. We need more readers first. Share away. I remember driving down the road a few months ago and seeing a rabbit at the roadside. I saw the rabbit and stared at it for maybe five seconds, then that little guy fucked off right back into the underbrush. Cats scurry faster across the road for me than others. Once in a while, I do hit a butterfly, I'm ever so sorry, especially to the one I hit while listening to scream of the butterfly. Man that was weird. I've never hit an animal bigger than an insect. Except maybe a dog I couldn't find any evidence of after I hit it. My car was not hurt at all, there was no blood, no fur, no bump in the road behind me. I totally hallucinated this golden retriever, tongue lolling, happy as can be as he ran straight onto a highway into my car. God tells me it was a test of my resolve because if I had slowed down and hit the dog anyway, it would have been too hurt to recover but not too hurt to die immediately, so I hit it at 55 miles per hour. Except there was nothing there to see after, so did I really? I'm still tripping over this question even though it happened in 2015. I'm sorry, Golden Retriever. I shall name you Fred. May you reincarnate happily for eternity. Speaking of Fred, I had a cave spider I named Fred when I was seven. I don't know how or why, but spiders and I tend to stare at each other. On my part, it's curiosity. On their part, who knows? Maybe they're calculating how much webbing they need to preserve me for later. Either way, that can go on for minutes and then we come to some sort of understanding and fuck off into different directions. He was a greenish-white kind of orb weaver. 
I love orb weavers, honestly. In Missouri, you have to be careful because there are wolf spiders and then there are brown recluses and to an untrained eye they are similar enough to be confused with each other. The difference is that a brown recluse has bad juju kind of venom to inject you with that'll cause necrosis around the bite within a day or less, sometimes. I worked with a guy who got his arm bit once at Lipper, sounded painful, bro. Why does she talk about animals? I don't get it. Because animals are the only thing capable of giving true love, in my awfully negative opinion regarding the human species. I once was a snake in the temple of Poseidon somewhere in modern Turkey. A snake handler loved me, despite me biting her several times for being scared of my boundaries being unobserved because, quite frankly, snakes are tender creatures that easily go squish. That's why they bite, you assholes. She loved me no matter how many times my ball python self bit her, drawing blood again and again. She had true patience and she vibrated with love. Her name was Cassandra. Yeah, right? I know. I know. Picks or it didn't happen. Dude, do you know I cannot go back in time and chisel a drawing for you to observe in modern day? If I could do such a thing, we wouldn't have lost the message like we lose our keys. Now, I know I put those damn things somewhere. She calls to her keys like she calls to her cats. The cats come first. Shocking, the animate objects can walk over to me when they hear their name, and they consent, that'll teach you consent in a jiffy, razor-sharp claws and a female kitty that knows how to get what she wants. Am I right, cat people? You ever get a cat to go through heat on you, she'll find the exact pitch and outcry to make you crazy. To the point you will try anything to make her stop crying. I did this and spoiled Princess Powderpuff to no end, she's a spoiled brat that loves lap naps for six hours a fucking day, snacks or nip three times a day, and two different cans of food. She shares with Chief Handsome. Another cat, if you missed it. I'm told my humor doesn't always come across in text. And I'm autistic and need it spelled out. So do all autists like animals? Yes. Why do autists like animals? Go ahead, Google it, it might not be a word, then you can yell, aha, this girl is foolish. I invent words all the time, bro, calm your tits. We like animals because they don't lie. They can't. They can try to hide their motivations, food, pettings, warmth, shelter, safety, if your cat dumps your water, bro, you need to give them more of at least one of those. And every room in my house has both people furniture and cat furniture. They never scratch the people furniture, just saying. If you love animals for never lying, chances are you are autistic. I have a lovely article for you to read if you have more questions, I wrote it some time ago and it encapsulates a few hours of research on autism in a nice bulleted list. Autism versus Traumatism Bye, Mr. Trejo, nice to meet you again. Yup, I'm psychic, and God knows exactly when you will lose interest. Don't worry, we'll go to another topic now, smiley face.